Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha or if you're trying to find the best UST farms or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of C5 spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes and for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have the Sabera Protocol AMA and updates hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. All right, all right, all right. So we'll just give everyone a, a second to come on in. And for anyone who may be tuning in, we're going to be talking with Sabera today. Now, I've got Orbital Command or Zion from Orbital Command is going to be doing the letting in of the people. And I believe we've got. Edison is who we're waiting on now. Can we get Sabira up as well as a – there we go. Sabira has been added as a speaker, and whether or not Edison is running through the Sabira account or is coming on separately is yet to be determined. What's going on here? Sabira, if you can accept that invite, you'll be able to have a conversation with us today. Not sure if you can hear me at the moment. If you can actually hear my voice, just give us a little uh, peace sign. Yeah, we can hear you. Beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm getting a message from Sabir at the moment saying, how do I accept the invite? Let's see what's going on there and why they can't accept it. Just make sure that they're on a mobile device and not on a computer. Yes. Are you on a mobile device, Sabir? That's actually a really good point. Hey. <clears throat> hey, hello. Hey, how are you going? Hey, um, yeah, I'm good. How about you? Fantastic, thank you. Is this is this today, Edison? Um, really new to this thing? Um, yeah, it's first time on, on Twitter Spaces. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I was starting from my from a desktop, so um, ah. yeah, you're right. Okay, we've adapted and overcome. So look, welcome on your first Twitter Space. We're honoured to have you here. Um, look, here's how it'll work. I'll just clarify: is this Edison that I'm speaking with now, or is Edison going to be on a separate account? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Edison here. Okay, wonderful. Pleasure to meet you, Edison. So, yeah, pleasure look, to meet you. Yeah. For everyone that's tuned in and everyone that's yet to tune in, this is how it's going to roll. We have a brief introduction just now. Um, we're going to go through some questions and some conversation, get a bit, get to know a bit about Sabera, the history of them, what they're up to, what's making headlines behind the scenes. And then once I've finished sort of my uh, line of questions, we'll open up the floor and anyone who is wanting to ask some questions of their own, they are free to do so. Um, of course, this space is hosted by Orbital Command and is recorded by none other than Terra Spaces. So, shout out to those guys. Now, let's dive straight into it, uh, Edison. First and foremost, just want to okay. check yeah. in with you, mate. Where uh, whereabouts in the world are you? Where are you, where are you calling in from today? Uh, I'm calling from Singapore. Fantastic. And the time in yeah. Singapore is? It's currently 10 a.m. right now. Okay, cool. Still early days for you. Yeah. Well, look. Mate, I appreciate you jumping on the call, as I did say. 
what I'd love to do mm-hmm. is find out, you know, obviously you're, you seem to be the captain of this ship that is Sabira. Would love to know how Sabira <laughs> got started. Tell us a bit about the history of Sabira and um, what inspired it. Please. Oh, sure. So, um, yeah, so just like short introduction to myself. Um, my name is Edison. Um, previously, like I was in crypto space since 2018. Um, previously, I was um, in the early team of like in Zilliqa. So in case you guys do not know, Zilliqa is a high throughput blockchain. Um, it's like an alternative layer one. So I was there very early, like uh, in 2018. Um, I joined it right after grad school. Then I was working there for like as a software engineer for like uh, close to three years. Then um and one day we just, we just decided to cover explore like Terra and then um yeah and in, in May last year um so which May twenty twenty one we took part in a hackathon uh that is like organized by Delphi and IDEO uh which is I mean it is based on Terra <clears throat> so we came in the place during then so initially we were like oh okay that's cool uh yeah we won the, the prize um we never really thought so much about like making this into like a like a full protocol per se. Um but I think ultimately under the advice on and the kind of like um just like speaking to a Delphi, <clears throat> we were convinced that this is a great idea. And uh, and me and my co-founder decided to leave our full time job to work on Sabera starting from September. Yeah. So that's our story. Yeah. Fantastic. And so you know when you're saying we we entered the hackathon, how many of you were working on this at that point in time? Uh, at the point of time, there were four of us in the hackathon. Um, so, but it's only me and Zed that left to do like Subera full time. Uh, the other two of them they left to do their own things. Yeah. Gotcha. And so since then, that was September. How many have we got on the team now? What's the team look like? Um. Yeah. So since September, we 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 really like uh, went full time to Subera, and then we hired another like three more people in the team. So currently we are a team of like five of us. We have like a part-time designer on, on our team as well. So can count it as like five and a half. Um yeah, and we are still looking to hire another two more roles in the in, in Severa. Sure. Yeah, I did see that on your Twitter there. Well actually while we're on that subject, what are the <laughs> what are the roles that you're trying to hire for? Potentially someone that listens to this call might be uh might have the skill set that you're looking for. Hmm. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> um <clears throat> Sorry, just just a moment. Um, yeah. So like the, the first like role that we are hiring for is a um senior backend engineer. So in this case, like we are looking for someone who is a lot more familiar with how like uh to schedule tasks and um and basically like go jobs to run on like Subera. Um, I think I can touch on this point later on about how Subera works, but. We really rely on the automation behind the scenes. So the, the senior backend engineer is really vital for for like to to improve the reliability of our platform, um, to make sure that we charge people on time, um, uh, like on 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 any on any like subscriptions that we we can host, right? So that's kind of the challenge that we are dealing with. Then another hire that we are looking at is a marketing lead. So um, a little bit on our team right now is that we are a team of like five full time, but uh, including myself, I'm uh, I'm more of a smart contract engineer, so we really don't have any like marketing like expertise on in house, <clears throat> and therefore the one one of the roles that we would think that is really important going forward is to is to get someone who's a lot more experienced and more um full time and focused on like marketing and growth to join our team. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's what we are hiring for. Mm. Great. Well, if anyone's listening that has those skills and has some interest by the end of this call. Uh, definitely don't be a stranger and do reach out to Edison and the team at Sabira. Um, look, I was playing with Sabira last night. Uh, obviously, you've just – and congratulations, by the way. I can, you know, want to say acknowledge that in the last few days you've, you've obviously had the uh, announcement of your, you know, your, the first fundraise and I can also see that the, uh, the test net is operating at the moment and I was playing with that last night. Um, really, really fun stuff. It, it really got my juices flowing and I started thinking at the end of it just how – bright the future is looking for DeFi as a whole and this you know particularly operate uh you know projects such as yourself which are doing things which kind of take out the manual legwork for people i.e you know paying for subscriptions manually and well, setting all that sort of stuff up and paying for it uh with principle rather than yield can you for anyone that may not actually even know what Sabira is at this point, it'd be great just to get some clarity on exactly you know what it is that you you do, um, the problem you solve, and some use cases. 
Oh yeah, sure. I uh, happy to give you guys an introduction to to what we do. So, um, Sabero so itself is that we we think that we can be the, the um. I mean, we are trying to be the recurring payments protocol on Terra. So the idea is that we want to allow users to receive and uh, and send to send and receive receive like um stable coins on uh, on a recurring basis, right? So, if you think about it in in the in the traditional world like Web two. We we use recurring payment for all kinds of things: your salaries, your subscriptions payment, and also your um your kind of like uh, maybe rent or mortgage, or car loan payments per se. So um so we we do a lot of these things like uh right now and without realizing that. So uh but in in Web three um a lot of things became a lot more uh tedious, uh because that whenever you want to make a transaction you have to sign something right. You you recall you have to. Sign a transaction on Terra to send someone money, um. So it's really troublesome for like project teams to really like just pay people every month for like uh, salaries. It's very tedious for, um. Let's say that if you're trying to subscribe to Nansen or like Delphi, and you have to sign a transaction every month, that's not going to be a pleasant like US experience. So in Sumeru, we try to solve that. We we create like uh, first of all we created the base layer, which is the um the the layer that we can kind of like create any recurring payments, right? So it's not just subscriptions, but you can create your your, your payroll, which I think that I've shared a screenshot yesterday. Um, you can also do like subscriptions payment, which is like going live with Delphi in in another like um few weeks time. Um. Yeah. So and 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 this is just the beginning. There are just so many of that of of like recurring payments that we can do in in the future that we want to empower users. Uh, we are talking about dollar cost averaging. We are talking about like things like uh perhaps buy now pay later where you can pay with installments with like Subera. Um. Yeah. So anyway, like the 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 world. I mean, the the sky is the limit when it comes to recurring payments. But we we just really want to become that. The kind of like pillar and the kind of protocol to empower real life work case, uh use case for Sumeria. Uh, for I mean for for Terra USD. Yeah, gotcha. And so you know when you're talk- there's a few really exciting things there. Mm-hmm. And so the first mm-hmm. the first most obvious one is um just being able to pay pay for the subscriptions. Let's say it's the Spotify. Let's say it's the Netflix. Let's say it's you know your membership mm-hmm. to Delphi Digital or whatever it might be. Just setting that up and forgetting about it and having that being automatically paid for by the yield that the um you know the UST mm. is generating sitting in the I don't know what he called the the sub wallet that's what it's called yeah yep yep and so that that itself is really exciting but what I didn't realize until just recently is this dollar cost averaging into dexes or dollar cost averaging into you know uh, making purchases um yeah this dollar cost averaging into dexes just sounded awesome so theoretically you know you're Yields could be automatically set up to then buy whatever Luna once a week mm. from mm. a DEX. Mm, yeah. So um yeah. So this is something that we we feel is really cool. Um, like basically like a DCA strategy, right? So um, there's always a saying that says that like um like um it's better like um time in the market is more important than time in the market. Um, for most of us, we we probably do not know what is the best time to get into the market. So presumably, let's say that if I get like a big fat bonus at the end of the year, um, and um and I I want to buy Luna. Um, maybe people don't really want to buy it in one shot because they think that what if this is at the top? Um, what if it's going to go lower? So uh, actually, I think that retrospectively, uh, I think many people would be pretty well off if they like, like do a dollar cost averaging strategy into like buying your favorite tokens. Um so I, I personally like DCA into like Astro um like uh like a few weeks back. Uh not not doing so great at the moment, but I'm pretty sure that it's gonna get it's gonna get better. Um but I think that just this is just these are just some of the things that we think that recurring payments can be really useful for like the DeFi world because like um uh, payments um like there are still some like impediments to that, like many to say that there isn't a lot of merchants that really want to uh, like accept that at the moment. Uh, but in the meantime, we can still have like other use case that is is really great for like, recurring payments because that's what like Subaru is for. Uh, after all, Subaru is not just for subscriptions, but we are also for like anything that is like recurring payment in nature. Yeah. Mm, so, this, right. so, so yeah. So yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say regarding that sort of the, the last part you said. 
it's not just subscriptions and it's just not this dollar cost averaging into to DEXs. There's also this sort of, um, you know, peer to peer recurring payments or, you know, uh, bankroll, you know, paying, paying staff, payroll, sorry, paying staff members. Um, and there's an option to play on that at the moment already in the test net. And what I noticed is as the user, if I'm setting it up, setting up my own uh, automatic payroll payments, there's the option to set it up, you know, per individual. Is it, is it going to be a way, like, and I imagine the answer is probably yes, but is it going to be a way in the near future where you can batch those? So you're an employer and you might have, you know, 20 employees who are all in the same salary. You can kind of batch them so that it's uh, a little less fiddly. Um, so currently, I think right now we don't like, uh, I mean, we are like just like really exploring the possibility of like setting up recurring payments. Uh, as far as I know, um, I mean, like if you are like in a team of like less than 10 people, the, the operational headache of like doing the kind of like um, setting the peer-to-peer recurring payments is not that difficult. Uh, I was setting up for my team um, like uh, on our prototype as well. Uh, it wasn't really hard. Like I just need to create like maybe for a team of like five of us, we just like set out like five five recurring payments from a, a Subaru account, um, and it's really easy. I can set it set it up in less than two minutes. So um, I think that this is like and 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 the cool thing is that once I set, set it up, it can go on like for perpetuity, so that every month I do not miss any payroll. Um, so in this case, I I think for me personally, I mean to be honest, I have not really seen why we need to batch the transactions together because like Sibera can already do that recurring payment. Um, batching transactions is maybe useful for like teams that, um, or like for, for protocols that do not have the ability to do recurring payments uh, because like what usually happens is that uh, like someone will use like an application like disperse.app to pay like a bunch of like 10 addresses like um, like US, uh, like any stable coin uh, in one go. So that's like what batch transactions are for. Uh, but in our case, because we already can, can set up, kind of like set up on, the, on a recurring basis, we can, um, we can just let it run. So in fact, we are also more powerful than batch transactions because we can set that different start date. So maybe let's say that if I join the first day of the month, I can get paid on the first day of the month. But if someone joins on the 15th day, like uh, halfway through, then uh, his like, payroll will start on the 15th of the month. So in that case, I think that it's more, um, maybe it's, it's more like uh, customized by like, different users, but we, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to hear what other protocols think about payroll. Um, because for us, we created a product that works for us, but we are happy to hear what you guys think as well. Yeah, 100%. And that's the way it works. You know, obviously, <clears throat> everyone has a vision of how they want their project or product to work. And then, of course, the market has wants, needs, desires, demands. And, and so suggestions will inevitably pop up and perhaps there'll be minor pivots and things of that nature. But it's the core product at the moment, I think, is actually really cool. And, you know, you did put a post up <clears throat> yesterday saying that you had, what, I think 585 uh, people jump on, around about that number, uh, to start testing it out already. When you when you sort of look at the way this is rolling out over the next you know few weeks months quarter whatever it is like what's that roadmap kind of look like and how long till we get this on the main net? Oh okay so um so in fact right now we have been uh, in the final stages of like the contract audits so we have already done uh, one round with them um they have gotten back with some reports but we have seen those at the moment so once those are fixed we can look into maybe uh, just like launching in like two to three weeks time um. And another thing that we are kind of like working on is that just like final preparations with Delphi to make sure that like, um, I mean, we are putting like a small program to get people to convert from credit cards to to, to use that like Subaru instead. So we think this is going to be huge because like Delphi has a lot of like subscribers count. So if people switch over from, from credit cards to, to Subaru, then um, there's like some small promotion going on. So um, so in fact, for the launch, we, we think that like uh, for Delphi, um, they are happy to give like people fifty percent off the first month of like subscription if they pay with Subaru. So it's it is really quite substantial that they for for like like a monthly subscription of like a thousand dollars, then you just have to pay five hundred dollars in in the first month and a thousand dollars subsequently. I know it's a lot of money, but for for the, for the quality of the reports that the Delphi write, um, I think it's worth the money. So um, so I think that if if you're interested in Delphi, you can check it out when we launch. Yeah, that's that's great of them to put that on the board. Um, and I imagine there'll be plenty of other, uh, you know, services that are in the 
relevant to the Terra ecosystem, which will volunteer to, volunteer to do something similar. And I guess that actually probably brings me to my next question, which is around the adoption. You know, this is the success of Subera is heavily contingent upon the the adoption mm. and willingness for businesses to accept UST. You know, what do you guys have anything in place to incentivize businesses to transition from what they're doing currently, what they're familiar with, to perhaps working with Sabira, having UST as payment? Like, how do you see this kind of playing out? Oh, okay. So um, the, the way that we see this playing out is that, like, uh, first of all, Sabira is a, uh, we're looking into all kinds of things that are recurring payments. So, and this, like, include, like, I think, like, uh, I would think that there are three main pillars that really power Sabira's growth. The first one is the obvious one, which is the subscriptions, the one that you talk about. So. Um, in our case, we are targeting the the uh, the crypto natives merchant initially. So, um, so which are companies like Delphi and like Lancent. Um, so so like you you get an idea like basically like uh, merchants who are already like accepting stable coins, uh, maybe through Coinbase Commerce, uh, but they want a, like better way of like receiving like memberships and um and subscriptions payment. So in this case, like our current like efforts are really focused on getting them on, on board. Um and uh, I've been also reaching actively reaching out to some of them um to, to get them to accept to like uh, Terra USD. So um so this is ongoing. Uh for the merchant, the, the benefit for them is that we first of all is that we do a lot of integration work to make sure that um we can integrate at ease, that there isn't any kind of like bars and um and maybe like uh, missing payments, things like that. So, uh, and secondly is that they also get like a, like basically free transactions at, at the moment because at Subera, we basically pay for the transactions if they, uh, if they are in, uh, for, for, for like a limited time period. So uh, rather than giving like three to 7% to like PayPal or like Stripe, um, they can give it, um, I mean, they can save the money. Uh, so they can basically like, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, the profit margins are a lot higher in that sense. Um, but for, let's say, like any like traditional merchants who do not yet accept stablecoin, uh, I'm afraid it's a, a, a lot more challenging. Uh, it's going to take a while to kind of like uh, get them to be on board uh, because it's not just like technology in that sense. It's like regulatory. It's like uh, maybe about how they want to record things on, on, their, on their books. So, uh, and that's something that we feel is not going to be a priority at the moment. Uh, but we are actively looking at different ways to bridge that across, like right? maybe through like off-brand partners like Cardo. Uh, so we are currently speaking to Cardo, and we have a like, partnership with them to 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 maybe use the off-brand eventually for like for like US-based merchants. Um, but for like merchants who are not in US, then uh, but we are looking at other merchants like uh, other off-brand partners that could be helpful for bridging that across. So that would be for the first pillar of like subscriptions part. Um, the other pillar is the um is the is the payroll side. So like any P two P recurring payments. Um, we think that because like right now there is a there's a very obvious gap in in Terra that we have hundred plus projects in in Terra. Um, I would think that maybe half of them is paying people in UST every month, but currently like I was like, try, just trying to survey like uh in in the Terra ecosystem chat, um. A lot of them are just paying, like maybe they just set up like a reminder to pay people in one go every month. And they know that this is an operational headache. Um, we're trying to get them converted to like, use Subera instead. So like, once you use Subera to kind of like, pay payroll, then uh, it really like automates the action so that teams can focus on building like great products for like the Terra ecosystem. Then uh, finally is that we are actively looking into like DeFi strategies. Like, so like DCAs and like, um, maybe potentially like um, integrating with like Nebula clusters to get um, to get people exposed to like index of like funds. So um, so that's ongoing at the moment. Um, we are really excited to see how like normal users can use Asubera to, to do any like DeFi strategies like um, and maybe just to automate that. Yeah, so those are three ways that we can we think as a bar is going to grow in the, in the last few months. Yeah, I love that. And so when you were talking, you know, the thing that really caught my ear then was when you mentioned the um, Cardo integration. And so in theory, would, would this mean that, because Cardo will serve as uh, an on-ramp and I, I think eventually an off-ramp as well for USD to UST, would that theoretically mean that people could just uh, make their, say they've got a Cardo 
membership, they could set up a subscription which would pay in USD. It automatically converts to UST um, and then does all that on the back end for them. Yeah. Okay, so like, yeah, so like uh, Cardo is really cool. In, uh, I mean, that, like Cardo business is really cool because they allow, uh, I mean, the, the first kind of like, um, like, like, um, like first kind of um, spotlight in Terra is that uh, you can pay for Amazon purchases with like UST and uh, behind the scenes, what Cardo really do is that they kind of like uh, get a converted into a USD and then handle the off-brand for you. As a, as a user, you, you do not see the, the kind of like work that the Cardo team have been putting on behind the scenes, uh, but they are doing great work in terms of like off-brand being uh, like UST to USD. Um, so like, I think on on a, on a similar ground, um, uh, because they already have the off ramp, um, uh, like integrations there, uh, we are really looking at if there's any US merchants who wants to maybe like integrate Subera but do not want to accept UST, um, we can work out something with, with like Cardo so that like we can get USD in their bank account, uh, easily. So, um, that's something that we can discuss with the, like if if any merchants on the call is keen, um, but like but yeah, I mean those would be like kind of like the response that we will. Um, be going for if any merchant who is coming in from the more traditional world wants to use Super out for like uh, payments. Got it. And so the other thing I'm still wrapping my head around, of course, you know, there's the there's two sides of it. You've got your senders, you've got your receivers. And so as a general user, to save myself, if I'm going to use it, I'm going to use it as the purchaser, the sender. I'll I'll set up my uh my recurring payments to Spotify or Netflix or Delphi or whatever it ends up being on their end, what's happening? Do they just need to, is it like an API that they just have on their website or how does it work for them? All right. So like to, to set up the recurring, like the subscription product, you have to create uh, like a product subscriptions, which is a smart contract on Terra. So um, you can, I think that we are building out the front end so that you can create your own subscriptions easily. Uh, but for now, if you if you really need one, you can you can reach out to me and we can create one for you uh, really quickly. So once that is done, then you can uh, start to receive like your recurring payments to your um, Terra account. Uh, so all these things are our smart contracts, and uh, that's really like I mean, as where we don't touch the funds in between. Um, for but for integration with your with your web application, then that really varies by uh, scenario. So uh, so let's say that if you're currently on um, maybe like a custom built uh, web application, then you can use our like JavaScript SDK uh, and APIs to integrate it with your system. Um, but if you're if you're like on like WordPress, then uh, you can, I mean, first of all is that right now we don't have the integrations for WordPress at the moment. So you would have to go through the same thing like JavaScript and APIs to get it across. Yeah. But we are really exploring ways to kind of like make it easier for like merchants who are on like WordPress to easily receive like stable coins uh, through that platform. 100%. And if that's the thing that you, like if you get that right, that's what makes the process of adoption much easier. It's, it's the ease of access and the ease of use. You know, people want a really seamless experience on both ends as the sender and the receiver. So if you're able to, well, when you're able to, because I'm sure you will figure it out, make that process as easy as possible for a business to to have that set up. It, yeah, it just, it brings me a lot of uh lot of hope for the for the adoption of this so i'm really excited for that i do have questions about the wallet too so with this sub wallet is this something that is only available specifically through you know sabira.io or is this sub wallet also something that's going to be integrated into other wallets like will it be a feature that could be added into you know an xdefi wallet or or the quality wallet is, is this something that would work that way or is it specifically through the website? All right. So uh, let me just explain like why smart wallet, uh, sub wallet in that sense, like for the for the audience on the call. So uh, in super, I mean, like when, when you think about your Terra station or your leisure, that's like your, um, that's what people think about it as your wallet. Uh, it is true because your, uh, because that, that is the wallet they control directly with your private keys. Uh, in Subaru, we create this thing called like a sub wallet. So sub wallet means like uh, you can think of it like a sub account. Um, uh, what we want to like uh, kind of like emulate is that um, like maybe for the US audience on on this call, it's like a your like a checking checking account. 
like we want to create this like separation from your main funds so that you can put your money that you want to spend on everyday payments um because like, sometimes like let's say that if you have your life savings on terra then you might not really want to kind of like give like so much permission to that main funds so so and, and that's all right because you can create a sub wallet which is like a separated like smart contract on terra uh that basically can store funds uh the, the way that it works is that Smart contracts can store funds like any other wallets. So, um, so you can think of it like uh, maybe like Genosis multi-signature wallet or maybe like Argent, uh, InstaDeb. So they are all smart contract wallets on uh, on Ethereum. Uh, but for our case, is that we create a, a similar kind of like thing on Terra, um, that will, will basically store fund, uh, store the funds like that that and, and is controlled like entirely by the by the owner, so that. In this case, you can use it like your checking account, like your um maybe for like the UK audience, like your Revolut card. Like just top up just enough to pay for your for your subscriptions. Like you don't have to top up, you you, you don't have to put your life savings on it. Um, so this will give you the kind of assurance that like your um uh, maybe your, your your main funds and your main like savings does not get depleted with like uh merchants. Uh, so it creates a nice separation. Um, because this is this is not technically like a uh, private key wallet. It's like a smart contract. So uh, we are looking at integration with like uh, SD5 at the moment. So uh, in fact, I think SD5 has something in the works that they want to integrate a lot of like applications on Terra onto their uh, wallet so that you can access them all from one place. So uh, there are some talks about integrating that with SD5 in the future. But at the moment, um, sub wallet is only available on Subaru.io. So, um, so, 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 yeah. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, it does. That clears clears it up a lot for me. Actually, thank you for that. And I'm just wondering, as well, as far as um, you know, and we're dealing with smart contracts every day, and there's always smart contract risks and things like that to consider. As far as you know, if someone was to want to use insurance yeah. uh, in conjunction with this, how would they go about doing that? Ah, okay. Um. So like we, we take security really seriously in, in a team. Um so um like the, the sub wallet was like extended from like a uh, like CW1 uh, contract of, created by the Cosmosm team. So Cosmosm, in case you guys do not know, is the the other guys behind the uh, the entire smart contract language on Terra. So uh they've created some standards to uh for like common use case. And CW1 is one of the things that we feel is uh similar to what we are trying to achieve. So we have like uh, taken a, uh, like a standard from that standard to create whatever that we need for, for Subera. Uh, secondly is that we have already like uh, done a lot of like, testing on Subera account and we have also sent it for our contract audits. So uh, even though contract audits are still ongoing but there hasn't been major security risk with uh, Subera account. Um, so it has been audited by, uh, it's currently being audited by Oak Security. Um, so like we, we and like along the way, if we see any like um uh, like any any potential issues with the uh Subaru account, we are happy to give like uh rewards to people who find a bug with the Subaru account. So um so so yeah, so I hope that address the the part about security of the funds because we know that's really important for the for the users. Then um but for insurance case, we we do not have insurance for Subaru account at the moment. Uh, but that's something that we are eager to explore, maybe with like a protocols and insurance protocol that will be launching on Terra soon. Yeah, yeah, that would that that's great. Thank you, thanks for that. So, I'm just thinking. Obviously, the main ones that come to mind is uh, what Risk Harbor, who I'm trying to get them on a show at the moment, but I'm having a bit of trouble getting a response. So, hopefully, uh, Risk Harbor, if you're listening, uh, you can mm-hmm. come and join us soon and explain how you might be able to assist with things on uh, happening on Severa. I'm curious to know, you know, I've got I've got this screen in front of me at the moment, and I've put in, a couple, you know, two and a half thousand uh, test net dollars, you know, uh, not real UST, and it it says your monthly earnings are whatever thirty seven bucks, and the imaginary or the hypothetical subscription is say thirty bucks a month, so it covers that, and then of course there's the seven dollars extra that's being generated there. At the moment, this is running through, you know. It will be running through Anchor is what's uh, essentially the, the the yield generating strategy happening in the background. Is that going to be the only yield generating strategy for Subera or are there going to be other options? What's that going to potentially look like? Mm, so that is currently the only like um, like yield gener- generating strategy on Subera. 
Um, so um, because we have not really found any other things that are maybe like less risky, but I mean, I mean, basically like anchor use are like the most. Um, I think we'll consider it to be pretty safe. Uh, it has been robust like for the past like close to a, close to a year now. Um, so so yeah, so that's the only use strategy that we have on on Subaru at, at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes sense. Um, are there any like are there any other you know protocols that make sense for you as far as uh, like that that Subaru would benefit the most or that would integrate well with Subaru that we haven't actually spoken about yet? Um. So like I think that like uh with like regards to Terra like project specifically, um yeah, I'm kind of like very interested in the um uh, like the the DeFi space which is the uh. Like maybe DCA with Astropod, which is, which is a which is a given. We'll we we'll work on that in the coming months with uh the Terra, the Astropod team. Then there's also like uh Nebula. So uh, Nebula is another one that is like really interesting because like if you think about it, like money money in Subaru is already on Anchor, so that's already earning use for you uh along the way. But what if you can also put that into uh like a nebula cluster to earn additional use on top of that? Um if you like if you DCA like into not not a like not a Luna token, but on the nebula cluster. So those would be kind of like a few things that I'm I'm personally looking out looking forward to. Um which would be great for like users users users, I think. Yeah. Yeah, cool, that makes sense too. Right, okay. This is this is all very exciting. I'm just thinking before I pass the mic over to the people on the floor, I do probably have one or two more questions that are kind of just sitting in the back of my mind. Um, and they're, they're surrounding the way that subscriptions typically work in the real world. So, like, I think about if I have a subscription for, you know, I've, I've got one for uh, Blinkist. Blinkist is like a book reading app. Uh, and so I remember I wasn't using it for ages and then obviously I called them up to cancel it and, um because my it's a yearly subscription that comes out, and then of course I wanted to not, I wanted to have that payment reversed. How would you know? How would like customers? How does like cancelling subscriptions and customer support work with uh, with Subira? Is that is that even an option or? Oh yeah, so like um, I think the benefit of like Web three is that like as a user you get really full control over your funds. So, um. If you check out, like, say, uh, on Subaru.io, um, and you try our application, if you subscribe to any service and you want to terminate at any point of time, you can cancel that on our front end, like, directly without, like, going to the merchant. So, uh, and that's really cool because, like, um, I mean, I have the same pain point, right? I subscribe to a lot of, like, random things on, on, the, on the planet. And, um, and, and just one day, you, you, you realize that, hey, you know what, why? Why am I spending so much money on that subscriptions? And you have to look through your credit card like statements and find the right item and call the customer support to cancel that. Um, and it's really disgusting that some like merchants on the uh, web two they do not have the cancellation button, <clears throat> so they make you go through the tedious process of calling their customer support to cancel that. Um, in in Subaru's case, we do not want to like uh, replicate that kind of experience on the web three users. So um because like, every authorization is controlled by the user, so you can cancel that on Subaru anytime. And there's nothing that can stop you from that. Like a, a merchant can't make things more difficult for you to cancel it. Um because you can just like revoke the access uh, to to your Subaru account. So you can think about Subaru account as or, or, or like a sub wallet as a more as a credit card that you control, that you control who gets uh, access to your funds. You control the authorization limit to the to the to the money, um, and uh, and you can even control how much is the maximum that they can uh, charge your account every month. So that's kind of cool, and then I think that it's also different from the web two world where you have to call a customer support for that. Yeah. But if there's any if there's any issues about your subscription, so let's say that if you're trying to upgrade your subscriptions and uh, and maybe like the the access tier does not really happen on the merchant platform, uh, the the customer support is still with the merchant because they have a lot of control on the uh, access to the platform, which Subaru we do not control it. So we are purely like a payment processor behind the scenes. Yeah, got it. Okay, so ultimately, it's you know the user has all the control because they are the ones who they've got their funds in the sub wallet, and the sub wallet's already received the signature and signed off on what's 
going to happen over the next coming months or years. But ultimately, that's all proactive. It's not retroactive. You can't like go and get a refund. It's much in the same way with crypto. You can't like if you send your funds to the wrong wallet, you're not going to go and get them back more than <laughs> not. Yeah, precisely. Okay, cool. Um, look, what I'll do is that has satiated uh, my desire at the moment, all my questions that I have. How about I open the floor up and I just say anyone that is currently listening to this that may want to jump up, um, ask some questions to Edison while we've got him on the call here. Uh, you're most welcome to put your hand up and you are, in fact, invited to do so. I can see some uh, pretty bright minds on the call. And while that's happening, if there's anyone that wants to jump up, um, you were saying that it could be, what, just a few weeks away before the main net uh, goes live. I think the biggest – oh, here we go. I might actually pause that question. I can see Sefi's jumped in here. Let's, uh, let's get all made up. Sefi, go for it when you're ready, mate. Hey, guys. Uh, quick question. I, now, I'm kind of late because I was kind of busy, but um, yeah, do we have any idea what kind of uh, merchants at this point have expressed interest and is Subera planning on approaching certain types of merchants, like in traditional uh, realms, to try to um, spur adoption, or what's the story there? Oh, okay. So, like at launch, you can uh, subscribe to like Delphi. Um, so Delphi Insights and Delphi Pro will, will be available for subscriptions when we go live. Um, if you subscribe with Subera, you can get fifty percent off the first month. Um. So that that would be like the, the biggest like merchant that we have at the moment. Uh, other merchants that we are integrating right now are uh, companies like Nansen, uh, trying to get them on board with like Terra. Then uh, there's also like the um, Coinhaw and Ibbot. They have like some kind of like uh, idea of like a subscription product on our platform. Um, there are also like other like smaller kind of like content creators that are uh, coming up. So. Um, there could be people who are doing like Discord moderation services, or it could be people who are doing like um, paid Discord groups with users. So those would be like, user, like those would be like some smaller merchants that are interested to use our platform uh, when we go live. Go go live. With regards to like future like um like maybe traditional like merchants that we we want to get on board. Um, we are. Still trying to get on board, like some some way of of like subscribing to Netflix and uh, Spotify, uh, because we know that this is that other things that a lot of users use. Um, but the but the challenge there is that, uh, it might be quite challenging to get them to accept UST at the moment. So we have been trying to work out some other off brand method that, uh, maybe it's like through Terra cards or maybe it's through like Cardo Pay. Um, uh, long story short, we just want to get them like the access to the, the subscription for like, Netflix or Spotify. Um, and that's something we are actively working on. Yeah, I, I can see that. And if that answers your question, Sefi, um, does that answer your question, Sefi? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, I don't know if you went and covered this already, but like, if I have a business and I want to um, accept Stubera there in the form of UST, um, like, is it is there a fairly simple way to add it to, let's say? my website or to um like create a page with a link say for example from an app where i can um a person can go on there and accept payments and such <clears throat> yeah so like on, on subras like site you can create like a product subscription anytime at any point of time um so what we really need is that uh, we can set that up for you after this call or if you can just send me like a dm but what we really need is like your uh, maybe brief description of the product, your uh, how much are you charging every month, and then we can we can set up like a like a small contract for you so that you can start to receive like payments through uh, through like Subera. Um, but then like another another thing that you have to think about as like a business owner is that like other than accepting the payments, what other logics do you want? Uh, for instance, if you're trying to run like a uh, digital membership, then you might want to check access to the control of uh, whether this user has like access to your platform. So in that case, um, the integration right now is is more challenging in that sense because we do not have like plugins or like WordPress at the moment. But if you have like a developer in your team who can work with work around with like APIs and a JavaScript, then uh, it's something that we can work out like together. Got it. Yeah, like I have a situation where it's like a subscription 
um, based facility kind of, uh, but the, um, how to, uh, let me think about how to best describe this. So we already have like an existing, uh, you know, payment platform that, you know, keeps track of, you know, members and this and that. Um, but the thing is the, uh, that platform is not really like an open programmable platform. So we would have to maintain like a separate, I guess, like ledger or some sort of system to keep track of these specific people who are using Subera. But I, I, I'm like interested in the potential uh, of that type of integration. And I think some types of longer term members might enjoy the idea of like yield direction for this purpose. Um, you know, particularly like wealthier clients who basically have, you know, the money to sort of park for, you know, a larger membership. So it, it is interesting. I, um, I just haven't figured out in my head how to like blend these two types of customers, like the person who's going to come in via our existing payment gateway and those that are going to come in via Subera. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of things to work through that. So uh, in fact, you have to be very careful about how you want to handle that scenario where there's like users who come in through the traditional rails and also like users who are coming through Subera. Um, the ideal way is that like both of them will, I mean, is to separate the uh, between uh, the two systems, the payment uh, system and also like the the access to our platform. Um, so um, in any case, I, we can work it out like uh, maybe after this call, uh, I'm sending you a DM, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of it out, like just in my head, but what we could do potentially is like you, we have it the subscription based and when the person checks in and enters into that, like, and this is like at a local facility, it's not like they're going to do this online. So maybe a way I could do it is I could charge them some nominal, like, you know, I can create a membership that's like a nominal fee, like a penny. And then I can run this through Sibera, but it actually records their access to all their uh, activities. But it looks like it's like free when it, like on the actual payment gateway. Mm. So maybe I could probably do some sort of trickery to make it happen. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I can't really wrap my head around it. Um, yeah, like I think let's spend, spend some time on it, like after this call, so that we can work work, work out the, the the kings. Yeah, yeah, I can do that one in the DMs afterwards. But um, that's that sounds pretty crafty. I can see we've got uh, DeFi Zealot. Go for it, mate. Defi Zealot, can you hear me there? If you can't hear me, loud and clear, feel free to take a, your microphone. I have a question as well. I was just curious about for Edison. Um, sure. So yeah, here. So Zion from uh, Orbital Command. Uh, Edison, nice to meet you. Um, I'm just curious, you know, are you familiar with Superfluid on Ethereum and what they're building with network cash flows? Oh, uh, yes, we are pretty from, uh, we have looked into them uh, before. What's up? I was just curious, like how you guys see, you, you know, what you guys are building in relation to them, you know, with they're kind of building this network of like interlocking streams of value across different assets. Like, mm -hmm. how do you kind of see your business from a positioning perspective in comparison to theirs? All right. So, um, so right now, what's where I have is that we are, um, you can think of us as like we are doing payments like in in discrete fashion so uh and rather like superfluid is like doing it on a continuous basis um in, in layman terms what it really does is that like on uh for the user for the audience on this call who are not familiar with superfluid it allows you to kind of like stream money to another user um, and you can stream it like by second so let's say if i pay you like a thousand dollars a month then you can literally see your balance like changes like every second uh so maybe it's like um like three dollars on, on the first day and then six dollars on the second day uh you can see that changing in real time which is which is really cool uh but for like Subaru's case we're doing like payments in in discrete manner so meaning to say that if i pay you on a monthly basis then uh there's only one payment that move uh, on the on, on uh, every month so um so this like underlying differences has like uh huge implications to how uh, our protocol differs from each other. So number one is that when it comes to like subscriptions, um merchants typically like the idea of a discrete model more because that's more similar to how things are like on 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 web two. Um 
I mean, first of all, is that if you subscribe to Netflix, you don't see your balance changes every month. Uh, but rather you see like a like a item at the end of the month that charges you for your Netflix subscription. So in that case, we think that like it's going to be more suitable for subscriptions because like uh, if we try to do like do it on super fluid directly at the moment, then there's really nothing that's stopping people from like turning off the stream anytime. Uh, so they can literally switch on the, the stream and then assess like the, the, the platform like Netflix and then once they're done they can switch it off so and then that's really bad for like the merchants so we think that our like our model is a lot more suitable for like, subscriptions um, but having said that I, we, we still think that payment streams is a uh, interesting thing to look into uh, but one, one thing that we hope that we can defer a little bit from uh, Superfluid is that we can give more a utility for the underlying like USD that you, you they, they stream over. So let's say that if I'm trying to do um let's say that payments to through Superfluid, if I try to send another user like USD, then um then that USD is is it, it is like wrapped into their super super token, uh maybe called like um diads for instance. And that USD is not earning interest along the way. Um so that's kind of like very capital inefficient because like uh we are trying to optimize for use but if I'm putting aside a huge chunk of money into like a protocol that is not earning any like use on top of it, then that's kind of like not ideal. So uh, in fact, we have this on, in our R&D at the moment. Uh, we have like the payment streams that are that have already been uh, launched on like beta. So in that case, you can stream money to another user and uh, the balance changes every second. But we are trying to like, trying to challenge ourselves by bringing that interest bearing aspect to that. We're trying to bring anchor use to like payment streams. So if we actually like launch that payment streams uh, one day in the future, then it's going to come with an interest bearing aspect to that. So um, that's something that I think that is going to defer us like uh pretty um defer us from a like, super fluid. And finally, I think finally the, the last point is that we are uh first of all we are on Terra, uh and that's like the, the platform that we're, we're launching on. Uh, super fluid is, is only available on like uh on Matic and I think. Diads, sorry, um, the uh, I I think it's only available on Matic uh, at the moment, and another network that I can't recall. So, um, so yeah, so like like we get access to like different users, we get access to like different protocols. Um, that's like really nothing to say like if whether one protocol will be like uh better than the other, but we are just like different in our approach. Yeah, that makes sense. I appreciate you uh, kind of walking me through like the difference between your protocol and Superfluid. I think it's really interesting what you guys are building at Sabira. Mm, thank you. Thanks a yeah, lot. Awesome. So we've got two more questions here. Um, we'll, we'll run this probably another 10 minutes. So uh, I think CUST was first. If you want to, uh, Zach, sorry, UST. Hey, how's it going? Can you guys hear me? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah very well, thanks. Super interesting protocol. Um, I'm wondering if uh, you're going to be focused on uh, just UST or are you going to be using um, the other stables that Terra has? Uh, so when we launch, we are only going to be accepting a USD, but like for merchants, they have been, uh, uh, one of the top requests that we get from merchants is that they want to accept like USDC on like, other chains like Polygon or like Solana. Um, we're trying to find a way around it. So maybe it's that like we kind of like get it like bridge to a UST along the way um, so that it gets like stored as UST on that Subera. Um, the exact mechanism hasn't been worked out, but we are actively working on that. Does um, the fact that Anchor only accepts UST um, impact um, what you can offer? Like if, if they were able to use KRT, would you be able to offer the same deal but for Korean customers? Uh, if like between like different like um like currencies, then like it's not that trivial anymore because like it's like the impact of like interest uh like foreign exchange rates that maybe that affects risk uh between like KRT and like UST. Um, so that's something that we haven't been thinking of because like merchants have always been uh traditionally more like USD, so um and or like UST for for instance. Um. Yeah. So. Um. So back to your point, if there's any KRT that comes up, uh, we we'll, we'll see how it goes. Like we we'll assess like how big is the market, then we'll decide whether do we want to accept that or like um like how how would that go about? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Great. Um. And then in terms of um your recurring payments, um, would that be something that you could set up 
to use um, other Terra assets besides the stable coins. Like let's say you set a recurring payment up to your um, team for a salary of Luna or a salary of Anchor as opposed to a salary of a stable coin. Is that something that could be done on Subvera or is that probably something else? Uh, so that's something that we can potentially explore like uh, in the future because uh, I think that I will have to check with my uh, team later on. But uh, well, um, like how uh, like how we actually work around things is that we can basically move any tokens uh, across the network. So even if that is like Luna and not like uh, like uh, let me think about it. Okay, if it's like on Luna, then we will have to kind of like wrap that across uh, into like a separate token. Then uh, and then you can like kind of like uh, stream that or transfer that recurrently over time to another another user. So uh, and like it's also possible to do that for any, every other like CW twenty tokens. Let's say like Anchor, ANC, or like MRR, uh, Astro. Um, we can do that too. So um, right now we have like our R and D on like payment streams with like CW twenty. Uh, if you if you guys like it, I can maybe share like a sneak preview on that, uh, soon. So in that case, you can like stream any CW twenty tokens to another user, uh, easily. So it's not just like restricted to UST. Oh, like but even if, in the theory, um, you have a dollar cost averaging kind of mechanism going on. So if you combine that with um the twenty percent uh anchor, um yield, if you have like an internal converter, a user could deposit a thousand bucks and then get twenty percent yield, but in Luna. Um, and then probably paid it off to somewhere if they wanted to, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Um, so like if with, with this year, what we do is that we literally do like a, a transaction every week or every month so that like we take the USP from your account, which is like on, on Anchor, by the way. So we take it as an AUST and then we swap it for UST and then we swap it on, uh, on Astro for like uh, your, your favorite token, be it Luna or be it like maybe um like astro token for instance so um that's something that we can work out as a dca strategy yeah so you can like kind of like pay or you can kind of like buy um like any tokens on like tarot system with your anchor use yeah perfect um thanks for answering my questions i'm uh, looking forward to it awesome great question zach what we'll do because we are we're almost out of time we'll get ray on ray if you want to jump on mate and Ask your question. You are most welcome. Hello, hello, guys. Thank you for the for this chance. Uh, I was just inquiring. Like, I kind of don't understand what y'all do. Could you explain it better? Like, in a better way. I didn't get it from your explanation. I'm I'm kind of getting this vibe that you're you're doing DeFi or something, but I don't get it right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can you like uh, explain your question again? So I'm happy to answer that in a really succinct way for you. Um, basically, Sabira's core offering is going to be to or is to enable people to set up subscription payments, which are automatically paid for out of the yield that their deposit is generating. Does that make sense, Ray? Yeah. yeah. Um, Th- thank you. Thank you. Like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> so it's, it is. You can pay subscriptions by Sabira, like. To anything you you want to subscribe or something? Yeah, you can uh, you can you can pay for like anything for like for for a subscription. So um, like in Super, I think that like just to go back to the point, uh, we we do things that like basically we do recurring payments for 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 money that is in your account. So you can yeah. use it to pay for anything. Um, let's say that even if it's like maybe uh like subscription payment or even if it's like payroll, um. And it's not just like on the use. I mean, like the use is like really important. If like your, uh, I mean, it can like first of all offset the the subscription amount, or if you have like mm-hmm. enough money in in your subscription, you can like pay for like your subscription in full. So just imagine that. Let's say that if you have like um uh, trying to subscribe to Nansen for like hundred dollars a month, then mm-hmm. all you need is like on it's like maybe around seven thousand or eight thousand dollars on Subaru. Then the interest every month can pay for your Nansen subscription. Um, so you kind of like get free subscription on Nansen for life. So and, and that's that's something that I feel is really cool. Um, but like beyond that, we are also like uh, like I think one of the favorite questions that people always ask us is that how are we different from like for like Pylon? Um, the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 difference is that we we do not just do like um uh, like you you redirection. We focus a lot on like um payment just in time. So what what do I mean by that is that uh, 
you you don't really need like so let's say if you're trying to subscribe to Nansen, then you um you even though you can get free subscription on Nansen for like eight thousand dollars on Subara, uh, but you 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 don't really need that to get started. In fact, what you what you need is that you need around hundred or two hundred dollars in, in your account, so you can start paying for like a Nansen subscription, and then uh, over time you can just top up your account with the correct like with your with the money that you want to spend, so that you can uh you can keep the subscription going. So in that case, we are like, yeah, we don't really tap yeah. into that principle like back approach, which is different from like Pylon. Yeah. So I hope maybe that maybe gives you a bit more insight on the on the, what we have. Um. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, that, that's innovative. Like I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your question there, Ray. Really appreciate it. Look, what we'll do here is we'll start winding down because we have got we've come up to the hour mark here. I just want to add for yourself there, Edison, that I think when you're talking about mainstream adoption goes, uh, as far as mainstream adoption goes, I think the Washington Nationals would be an amazing, and it's not, I wouldn't call it low-hanging fruit because I'm sure there's some, you know, there's plenty of bureaucracy and there's going to be a bit of uh, lead time before you're able to get the USC adoption. But I think if we were able to get something where baseball fans could pay for their baseball subscriptions in UST via Subera, I think that would be an amazing uh, mainstream avenue for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's like something that a lot of people have been uh, asking us for. Um, where can we like integrate with like sports team, etc. So um, yeah, I think that is something we can definitely explore. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that all unfolds. In the meantime, as far as you know, where people can check you out, do you have you know what are the what are the places that are best for people to check you out at? Uh yeah, you can check out check, uh, check us out on like subera.io. We have like left like most of the things on our on our, on our platform. Um, if you want to read more about us, you can go to the to the docs section where you can read our documentation on Subera. We've written quite a bit on how it works, like how this Subera sub bullet is is like. Then um and we have like a public testnet that's ongoing at, at the moment. So uh, strongly encourage you guys to try out. Give us any feedback on Kenny if you have like. Any suggestions or any bugs that you face? Yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Fantastic. And anyone that's listening that might be a marketing lead or a back-end engineer, Sabira are hiring and are looking for someone to help them grow, uh, will grow the project. So you're most invited, most certainly invited to send them a DM. With that being said, we're on tomorrow again. We'll be chatting with Loop. In the meantime, thank you so much, Sabera, for jumping on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And also, thank you, as per usual, to Finn and the guys at Terra Spaces for doing what you do. Uh, it is always appreciated. Wishing you all an amazing day, all right? Thanks a lot for the shout-out, and thanks for having us on the show. You're so welcome. You take care. Take care. Have a good one. Stay safe. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Sabera Protocol AMA and Updates hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
In the darkest of times when the phoenix arises Out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus Open the sarcophagus and release the virus Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis When the flags go up like everyone is righteous Spending government checks sniffing up the white dust The previous generation wants to be just like us Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was Drop the bias and you might survive this The mummy coming through to remind your highness I might just buy up my own fucking island Build a little Bunker, then wait for the timer. Countdown to zero. Day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys and emitting vibrations through the ether. Did you just come? Me either. If you look at the bright side, we're lost at the right time Blindly following stars in the night sky Part of me might ride away with the prize fight Man versus everything else until the time's right Unleash the Kraken, no wait, that was crack Fuck now, everybody feeling all amped up Fucking like bunnies to the national anthem Ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm Mishandling the captions, who has the answer? Holding our attention for ransom Fed up with all the red tape and the boring template Like it matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck yeah, spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic And so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient. Terror spaces.